0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: Will Purdue is with us. It's Hoops Talk with Will Purdue, sponsored by Calamos Investments. Will, are you in a venue somewhere where we couldn't get through to you or what's going on?
0: Yeah, so I'm actually down in Orlando at the Amway Center. That's where uh, this weekend is one of the eight sites for the first weekend of the NCAA tournament.
1: Who's in your final four?
0: So now I'm outside, and it's 68 and sunny, so you forced me to come outside to do this interview.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. You can get a breath of fresh air.
0: Yes, I do. I've been inside since about 9.30 a.m. today, So, and we are on Eastern Time.
1: Are you allowed to wager on the NCAA tournament?
0: Uh, this week I'm not supposed to, but um, the one thing I will tell you is is that you know we have the opportunity to talk to the coaches and all that stuff and um, I would keep an eye on Furman and um, they play Virginia tomorrow so I'm on a Thursday Saturday site And I, that may not necessarily be a huge upset but Furman and Virginia are very similar teams. And I found it kind of interesting. The Furman coach, Bob Ritchie, had a saying. So what happened is Furman lost to Chattanooga last year in their conference championship game on a 35-foot heave. okay, as time expired. Well, they're one of the smaller conferences and only the team that wins the conference championship, the conference tournament championship, gets in. They had a great record, over 20-some-odd wins. and But this year they beat Chattanooga. And this year they're in the tournament. And he talked about how his guys turned pain into purpose. And that so far has been the saying of the day.
1: Will, did you have a chance to watch much uh, Northwestern basketball? Just, you know, the second uh, time getting to March Madness for the Wildcats. Ton of excitement around them. Um, One, did you have a chance to see a lot of them this year? And two, who do you think the best team in the country is?
0: uh one yes i did get to see uh northwestern I, I run into chris a lot in the summer at the on the golf course as he's uh battling uh his son uh is a really good golfer so they play a lot together so our paths have crossed a little bit in the summers and also chris used to rebound for me back in the day when i was with the bulls because remember his dad was the coach and he was a ball boy so that was the, there's the correlation there but uh, you know i think they got a pretty good chance they're a really good team they're very well coached but you know kind of funny one of the coaches also said you know the NBA is a make or miss league but in college it's a really make or miss league because some guys are just these teams aren't that good so as you <laughs> just heard don't get run over uh, well no it's just Orlando's a lot like Chicago people are speeding from one stoplight to the next <laughs> <laughs>
1: Will produce with us, former Chicago Bull and analyst for NBC Sports Chicago and covering NCAA. What about the game when the Kings show up in Chicago and take on the Bulls tonight?
0: Uh, it's, I mean, it's a huge game. Hold on a second. Let me go back. I didn't answer the second part of Kevin's question. And now that Bill Self is back, I was I was picking Kansas even before, and I had a feeling that Bill Self would be back. I know they lost to Texas in the Big 12 Uh, conference championship game, but I'm going with Kansas. I think they repeat. I think when it comes down to it, they're the best college team out there. Now, to the Chicago Bulls, I think that, um, you know, this is a good test for them. Um, I was fortunate enough to be at practice the other day before I flew down to Orlando, and I kind of peeked my head in. And, and, uh, you know, they were were still working on stuff. They were still going up and down the floor. So, you know, I like that. They're putting in the, the work, you know. When yesterday started, they were in 10th place. When yesterday finished, they were at 11th because Washington won. I think as you look at it, they're only two, two games out of eight, and that's why they have to win against you know, Sacramento. They have to beat some of these better teams you know, to get into and to solidify the play-in game. I think that's what we have to accept. You know, We all wanted them to be in one of those first six spots. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen, so let's change our expectations. If they don't get into the play-in tournament, then we can be really upset and disappointed. But right now, let's just get into the play-in tournament, and then anything happens after that.
1: Do they get in because Levine and DeRozan actually start working together?
0: or? <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're concerned about their legacy, they better. And I, and I think they are. I mean, listen, I think that they're playing on overall. But that's the issue, though. There's a lot of teams that they're better than on paper. They're just not playing as well as these other teams, and that's... You know, where they got to figure this out, and that's one of the things that you know we've talked about. When I've had, when you've had me on before, Lisa and Kevin and I, when the questions that he's asked, sometimes in order to go forward, you have to go backwards. I mean, you got to make significant sacrifices, you know, from individual games because at the end of the day, in a team sport, the better the team does, the better the individuals are as far as recognition and what they do, not only for themselves but for their teammates.
1: Hey, Will, one last question about March Madness because it's our sports click question. We do a poll every day, and there has been some talk about potentially, at least some discussions, about expanding March Madness. It's a 60 14 bracket, technically 68. Um, but would you be in favor of March Madness expanding, or do you like just how it is? it is? It's nice and perfect the way it is.
0: Listen, it's not perfect by any means. But at the end of the day, regardless of how much you expand it, there's always going to be a team that gets the shaft. A team that probably should be in that's not in for whatever reason. I think, you know, the one thing that we aren't 100% sure of is the whole process by which these teams are graded. You know, because they talk about, oh, it's a blind resume and we don't even have names attached. And, you know, but there's the... The RPI, there's the net rating. I mean, it's it's kind of funny as you go throughout the season. People are clamoring about. I don't understand the system. How does this work? How do you decide who gets in, and who gets out? But the one thing I will say is, I think it needs to be expanded because, like the the uh, SoCon conference or you know the AAC, there's some smaller conferences. Quite honestly, that deserve more than you know just the conference tournament champion getting in. Sometimes there's some teams that are legitimate and deserve to be in, even if they don't win their conference tournament, because of some one reason or another.
1: Well, will have fun while you're in Orlando. I can't believe you retweeted a tweet that included a Conway Twitty lyric.
0: I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to remember at least I went to school at uh, at uh, Vanderbilt, so I That's you right. know I knew about country western music when I was growing up in Florida. Uh, we had our strength coach when I was with the Bulls that said there's only two types of music, country and western. So I've been exposed to it quite a bit, and I've always been a fan, especially since I went to Vanderbilt and kind of learned more about it from a grassroots perspective.
1: Well, thanks for joining us. Have fun.
0: Well, I'm glad we were able to connect. You guys enjoy the rest of your week.